is only focused on the problem, this ain't your show, man. Because what tends to happen when you focus only on the problem, you make the problem in your mind bigger than what it actually is. And then you become paralyzed by looking at the size of the problem. We are all about solutions, uh, not just this week, but this week in particular. Uh, but we're all you guys know the show is all about providing solutions, man. We are solutions focuses. What happens when you focus on the solutions? The solutions get big and the problems get small. Now you're willing to take some action. If you are that pessimist that believes that black people will never rise above where they are right now, this ain't your show, man. You can exit stage left. If you are the type of person that thinks that we need outside forces to help us fix our internal problems, this ain't your show, man. And you can exit stage left. And like my main man, uh, Ice Cube, would say, bye, Felicia, because this ain't your show, right? So. Uh, what I'm going to do is introduce somebody that I've had the pleasure of getting to know over the last couple of years. I've been following this guy as I joined the New Black Wall Street, I think in 2015, and just watching this man grow and evolve into um, not a leader, but grow and evolve, and, and evolve into leadership, right? Because there's a difference, right? There's leaders, then there's leadership. Evan Jefferson is the epitome of leadership. What's the difference? See, the leadership is doing the actions that is required or that he's uh, invoking others to do, right? Leaders will sit back and do nothing themselves and point out what needs to be done. It's a big difference between leaders and leadership. And Evan Jefferson is the epitome of leadership. So without further ado, I want to introduce to you the founder of ERGJ Enterprises and the founder of the new Black Wall Street. I'm going to introduce to some and present to others my main man out of Atlanta, GA, Mr. Evan Jefferson. What's going on, brother? ERGJ is in the building. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. Excited, like, like, like you can't believe, man, to have you on the show. We was we was talking offline a little bit about some things that we want to get in today. Um, you know, this this is for me. This is something I'm going to do every year and and probably every quarter, just to keep reminding people that we have the power to do the things that we have to do, uh, and we don't have to wait on anybody else or to get anybody's permission to just do them right. So uh, before we get into the content, I want you to just talk a little bit about who you are as ERGJ, Evan Jefferson, Certified Financial Educator, and then tell us a little bit about the New Black Wall Street. You, you know, it's very difficult, man. You know, I want to go in right now. Someone's talking about I don't get tired. I'm trying to <laughs> tell you, I'm trying to ready to go in. But but for those that don't know me, I'm just I'm just a regular guy, man. I'm just a regular. Let me tell you who I am. Okay, number one, I'm a black man. All right, that's what you need to know. I'm a black man and I stand for our people. Number two, I'm a black man that's on a mission. All right, so you need to understand I'm a black man, I'm a black man that's on a business. And number three, I'm a black businessman. I need you guys to understand that. Number one, I'm a black man. Number two, mm -hmm. I'm a black man that's on a mission. And number three, I'm a black businessman. Now, why do I say that? Because uh, about three years ago, Four years ago, I was working on Corporate America, and I realized that I had some skills. Everybody put in the comments below skills. I realized I had some skills to pay the bills. And so I took those skills that I had learned. That's why the job is kind of important. You learn skills that can pay the bills. I took those skills, and I translated them into learning about the stock market. 
And once I began to understand the stock market, I said, wow, this is another way that people have been making their money work for them that I never knew about. Why is it that I'm now 30 years old? I'm still trading my time for money. So I wanted to learn about the stock market. Now, I happened to be a forecaster at the time, and I didn't realize that once I learned that skill that I could forecast anything. I could forecast the weather if I decided to. I could forecast anything that had a chart. And so stocks had a chart. So I said, well, hey, if I can take what I'm doing for this Fortune 500 company where I'm helping them to understand capacity planning, I'm helping them to understand their headcount for short-term and long-term uh, capacity planning, then I could actually translate that to learn about the stock market. So I decided to do that. I began to learn about it. I began to put myself in a position that I could fire my boss. And then I decided that I wanted to bring this level of education to my community. Once I started to kind of research people that were wealthy and rich, people like Warren Buffett, who happens to be the third richest man in the world, he started investing when he was 11 years old. I said, well, why aren't our children investing when they're 11 years old? Because they do not, they're not aware of what other people are doing to earn their money. So I created uh, my company, ERGJ Enterprise. I had actually done it two years ago, but I didn't know what exactly I was going to do. You ever start a business, you just sitting there, you just keep renewing the license yeah. every year. It ain't making, it ain't doing nothing, but you just, yeah, just in case. So I started to build that up and I created, um, I, went, I became a financial educator because that was my passion to teach my people about money. Everybody put in the comments below money. I want to teach my people about money. So, um, so last year, two years ago, I began this crusade on teaching people about banking, credit, savings, and all that stuff. But then I realized as I started to streamline and get focused, everybody put in the comments below, focus. I focused on what the people wanted. I realized they wanted investment education. So now I have streamlined my business to bring investment education to the urban community. But then also, we started an investment club. I said, hey, what's a way that I can work with other people to make our money grow? And so I thought all these different ideas, I could start a business, I could start a group and all that. I said, well, what about an investment club? So I, my, my father actually had wanted to do an investment club a long time ago. He just never did it. And so I'm picking up the reins from my father. Anybody ever did that? You're picking up the reins of the previous generation. And I said, I'm going to make it happen. Right. So I said, well, I'm going to start an investment club. So I put a call out to everybody I knew on Facebook. I said, hey, y'all been watching me for so long. I've been talking about money. Now it's time to do something. And we said, we're going to start an investment club. We started with about 45 people who were interested in the investment club. Again, it's a big difference between interested and committed. Of course, we had some interest, but we only had a few people who were committed. So we, we drilled that down, got 12 people to start this investment club. But then I didn't stop there. You know what Martin Luther King said? I didn't stop there. <laughs> I didn't stop there. I said, well, maybe these people, they're interested, but they're scared because they just don't know. Maybe they're interested, but they're scared because they just don't know. So I said, well, what other platform can we create to be able to help people get over the fear of the unknown? And that would be the education piece. So we started New Black Wall Street with the, with the intent to teach people about wealth, teach people how to build wealth, protect wealth, and transfer wealth. So we started New Black Wall Street with 45 initial members. It's now grown in two years to over 4,500 members, and we just provide content and education for the urban community. That's super, super awesome, bro, bro. And, 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 and um, like I said, I've been following you. Um, I think when I became a part of New Black Wall Street, there, I think you guys were right around a thousand members or something, and, and, and it's just, it's, to watch it blossom, man, it's just, just phenomenal. And, and, and it's funny that, that you, I tell the people all the time, you get what you focus on, 
and you are literally in that group getting what you're focused on. You're focused on uh, helping people financially and everybody that you attract to that group, everybody that I've seen, I've had a lot of those people on my show, they are people who are of a like mind, who are serious about economic empowerment and community development. But as I often say on this show, you can't develop a community without capital and you can't empower a community without first empowering the people in the community. Uh, and you guys are doing a great job of empowering the people through financial literacy. So let's talk about, uh, again, we are solutions focused here. Uh, let's get into a little bit because I know you're chomping at the bit to start talking about what we can do as a people to get out of this rut of lack of, of, of self-doubt, of poor money choices and all the things that are keeping us back from uh, really becoming the empire and the dynasty that we're destined to be. What are some some action steps that we can start taking to start, kind of move us along this process? of building generational wealth so that we can start uh, uh, laying the foundation. If not completing the project, we can at least lay the foundation for the next generation. Fantastic. Before I do that, uh, if anybody here that follows me, go ahead and put my uh, website in the comments below. It's www.ergj.net. I'm not able to type, but it's www.e is in Edward, R is in Robert, G is in George, Jackson.net. Uh, and uh, I'll answer some of you guys' questions as we move along. We do have uh, we do have an investment club. I'll talk about that in just a second. Um, so what are some things that we can do? Number one, um, we got to change the way that we think. It starts in the mind. All right. So the things that you're doing, the things that I'm doing, we're just bringing consistent con uh, content to our people to show them that there's a different way to think. I want everybody to understand this. Go ahead and write this in the comments below that wealth begins in the mind. Yeah. Repeat that again. Wealth begins in the mind. I made a decision in my life that I was going to walk away from the poverty mindset and move to the abundance mindset. Repeat it again. I, I, I was going to walk away, walk away, walk away from the 90%. The 90% that's going to focus on the problems. The 90% who are broke, busted, and disgusted. The 90% who don't want to change it, they just want to complain about it. And then I decided for myself that I was going to walk with the 10%. There is a top 10%. And if you read the Bible, it says there's a remnant of people who are serious about change, who are serious about moving forward, who are serious about progressing. They don't talk about it. They don't preach it. They practice it. You got to change the way that you think so you can change the results that you have in your life. So one thing that we have is a book club, changing the way what we put up here so we can change what we have in our lives. So a book club, just reading different things. What are you reading? What are you putting before you, right? What are you reading? Are you reading anything financial? Financial? Are you reading anything about strategy, leadership? Are you reading anything that has to do with that? As a matter of fact, I would say this. You have a smartphone. Are you doing anything smart with it? Once I looked at I want you to look at your phone right now and tell me what apps are on your phone that are bringing wealth into your life. See, I can go on my phone. I can make money right now. How about you? Right. So you have a smartphone. Are you doing all these apps? I got a receipt book. So when I go and deliver something, I can get somebody an electronic receipt. Right. Are you doing anything smart with the world that's in your hands? Smartphone. But yet we're using it for entertainment because that's what our people love. But I'm saying I decided I was going to make education a priority in my life. Matter of fact, Malcolm X says this. Education is the passport. He didn't say entertainment is the passport. 
He said that education is a passport. So will we listen to our elders? Now, you asked all of some practical things, right? So obviously that's something you got to do. You got to read. I had to study. I had to learn about the stock market. I had to learn how to read charts and all that good stuff. And I had to start learning about real estate and all these different things. You got to read. You got you to gotta decide that you're going to make education a priority in life. Matter of fact, an investment, Benjamin Franklin says this, an investment in education pays the best interest. Why? Because, Cortez, would you agree that if you decided to grow yourself, you can grow yourself exponentially? I, I, can you, can you, let me ask you this, Cortez. Can you, can today, can you decide that you're going to get 1% better? Yeah. yeah. Could, you get, could you get 1% better? Today? Now, tomorrow, could you get 1% better tomorrow as well? Yeah, yeah. Now, if you did that for 365 days, would that not be about roughly exponentially 365% plus? That would yeah. be compounded, yeah. All right, so somewhere, somewhere up there, it's going to be up there. But we know that if we just do 1% every day, we get better. 1% every day, then we have then exponentially made ourselves more valuable. Right? Exactly. So, um, uh, so, so I took uh, some of the concepts that we had from the New Black Wall Street. And now I started to say, okay, well, we got this free platform, right? And a lot of people that are interested in getting information, but now we want to start drilling that down this year. We want to get people who are going to invest in themselves. So we started Club Millie, right? So Club Millie, what that is, that is our goal is to help 1,000 people save and invest $1,000 this year. And once you do that, you're going to have a decision to make. You're going to say, hey, I've been walking along with these people for this specific amount of time. And now I formed a, a relationships. I built trust. I've worked with these people. I've talked with these people. I've built relationships and businesses with these people. Am I now going to leave these people who have my crew? Let's say go and put in the comments below your crew. Are you going to leave your crew to go say, I got my thousand dollars. I'm going to go do my own thing. Or are you going to say, hey, I've been rocking with this crew. I built this trust and now I'm going to work with this crew so we can build an empire. See, I'm not talking about watching empire. I'm talking about building an empire, right? And if you're going to build an empire, think about the Egyptians. I don't know how they built those those pyramids, but they went to work. So I'm looking for people who are ready to go to work. And it normally shows up, success normally shows up in work clothes. Mm -hmm. Success normally shows up in work clothes. So, uh, so that's Club Millie. Uh, we got a three-point plan. Uh, we do have a plan presentation that we do on Wednesdays and Thursdays for people who are going to say, I need more info. You know, you got those people who just can't make a decision. They need more info. I understand it. So we got that available. There are other people saying, you know what? I've been broke, busted, disgusted for a long time. Let me just go ahead and make a decision now. And it's a $20 decision to join a crew of people who have walked away from the 90% to draw in a crew of people and say, hey, I've got my mind on building wealth, protecting wealth, and transferring wealth, and I'm going to soak up all of this education over this specific period of time, and I'm going to do it with other people. It would have been easy, Cortez, for me to say, let me get rich. But I didn't want to go the easy way. I wanted to go the hard way and say, let us get rich. It would have been easy for me to say, let me build wealth, right? But I didn't want to go the easy way. I wanted to say, let us build wealth. And so our slogan
Um, there we go. So we're coming back slowly. Uh, we're coming back slowly. Sorry about that, guys. So while we're waiting on Evan to jump back on, do me this favor. If you are ready to make the Club Millie commitment, I want you to try type in Club Millie below. It's $20 a month for this investment education. Guys, if you're willing to make this commitment, uh, I want you to go ahead and write Club Millie in the uh, comments, and we're going to follow up with you. This is an accountability check. Write Club Millie in the comments if you are serious about making the leap. It's a $20 a month commitment. You're getting awesome education on investing and everything that you will need to know to start saving and investing your first $1,000, and that's collectively $1 million. Uh, in a club that we can start using to build out some, right. some strong uh, information. So we got Sandra. So so what I did, Evan, while we were off, I, I'm doing an accountability check. So I've got everybody who's typing Club Millie right now are committed to joining the club. So we, we're serious about this, guys. That at some point we have to start taking some action. So I've got. Okay, good deal. Good deal. So go ahead and finish up where you were, Evan. So so here's the deal. I know there's some people that are ready to rock and roll. Let's go ahead and ready to rock and roll because we got two things going on today. Let me tell you a little bit about Club Millie. And for those that are saying I want I need more information, I am prepared for the more information people. And I'm prepared for you. On Wednesday and Thursday, we have our planned presentation. So that's something you can sign up for for free, get a seat to, and you can come to. There are some people say, I'm ready to rock now. They've been rolling with us and they're ready to make stuff happen now. Are you ready to get your education on? You ready to build yourself up? You ready to grow 1% today? That's what you can do. You can go, you can go to this website and you can scroll down to uh, membership and click on Club Millie. Follow directions you in. Make sure that we become friends on Facebook so I can add you to our private group. Now, here's some of the things that you get with Club Millie. Like, well, what does $20 do for me? I'm a big believer and I'm a certified financial educator. I can tell you that. I'm a certified financial educator. And one of the principles is you got to learn about money. So the way that you learn about money, the first thing you learn about money, I understand that you need more info, Mr. Mr. Vincent Crawford. Uh, just go to the website, go to Club Millie or Plan Presentation, and you're going to get a free, you can sign up for a free seat to come to our presentation. That's where you can get more info. But I know there's people who are ready to rock and roll. I, I'm ready for the more info people, but I'm ready for the more people that rock and roll. So, um, so, so we have a session. Where was that? We got a session to uh, tomorrow. We have investment sessions, okay? So we have investment sessions every week. So today, tomorrow, we're going to be talking about Snapchat. You know, Snapchat is going to be going to uh, going going public in March. We're going to be talking about that on Wednesday. Every Wednesday this uh, this month, we have what we're going through the Dow 30. If you don't know what the Dow 30 is, the Dow 30 is the 30 most significant stocks in American. Uh, in, in America. So you got companies like that you're familiar with, Nike, Disney, Apple, Walmart. We're going through each component of the Dow, and this is a great place for beginners so you can begin to learn and to look into these companies, see if you can find some investment opportunity. So we're going through all these different sessions looking for investment opportunities. Everybody put in the comments below, opportunity. Here is the problem with us as a people. We always see opportunity, but we're never able putting ourselves in a position to seize opportunity. What Club Millie is doing is helping you to see, first see the opportunity, and then also putting you in a position to seize the opportunity. And this is how you grow. You must first see it, and then you have to seize it. Well, what happens when we see it, but we can't seize it? It normally has to do with capital. I don't have the money to do this venture. 
So what we are doing, we're step number step number one is to educate. That's part of the investment sessions. Matter of fact, we are, we have investment classes. Now those aren't free, but they're discounted for members. But then also what I'm most proud about, Cortez, is this. As a certified financial educator, what I wanted to do, my main goal was to be able to teach the children. Again, I wanted to teach the next generation early what I learned late. And now I have right. the opportunity to teach kids for free. Why? Because your membership is going to cover your children learning about money. That right there, if anything else, is the main reason why I do what I do. Yes, I love what I love you as my people, but I love your children more because I understand that they're going to be the Joshua that takes us to the promised land. OK, exactly. so so you have uh, you have the investment sessions comes with your membership investment classes. You get discounts off classes for your kids. We just taught kids about the stock market. Matter of fact, next month on March, we're having a kid teach the kids about cash flow quadrants. How many of you guys would say you wish you would have learned about cash flow quadrants when you were in the fifth grade? How many of you guys would say I wish I would have heard about rich dad, poor dad and cash flow quadrants when I was in the third grade? Think about it. Right. We're teaching your kids for free as a part of your membership. That right there is the main reason why I do what I do. Now that's step number one, you educate. Step number two, we're going to put you, we're going to save. Some people have it, some people don't. We're going to walk together. Everybody put in the comments below together and we're going to kill the I wish uh, phenomenon. I wish I would have learned this when I was younger. I wish someone would have talked to me about this. I wish I would have learned about Black Wall Street during the Black, during the, uh, during the Black History Month, all of my years in school. I wish I wish, I wish. Well, we're not going to have our children saying, I wish. We're going to have our children saying, I know, and I'm going to make a decision whether I want to do something with it or not. Train your child in the way in which she shall go, and he shall not depart from it. So we got a savings plan we're going to put you on. It's a 40-week plan, $25 a week to get you to $1,000. All around the way of 40 weeks, you got education. And you got investment opportunities there just in case you're a person that has and you want to go do something with it. You want to invest in Snapchat after you learned about it, whatever, right? You can do what you want to do, but we're going on a journey together. It would have been easy for me to go fast and go alone. But what I'm saying is I didn't want to just build wealth for myself. I wanted my whole community to build wealth right along with us, not with me, with us. Because if I go, there's other people who can take the reins. Exactly. And then and then the other love that you get and an opportunity is you get, get accountability. Because once you start going together, then you will have people who didn't see you at last week's investment training and they'll say, hey, what happened to you? Right. You will have not, not out of, of, of pointing you out or calling you out, but out of saying, you know what? Let's stay in this thing together. I know life gets hectic, but hey, if you need somebody to lean on, you got somebody to lean on. That's what this whole thing is about, us going together. So there's always somebody to lean on as you're, you're going through. And I love that analogy, man, is, is seeing the opportunity, then putting yourself in position to seize the opportunity uh, is, is critically important. But one of the main reasons we are never in position to seize opportunity is because of big business, is because of poor choices, is because of the habits that we have. And and I listened to you the other night, man, and bro, you were going in, you were on fire. And even when you submitted your uh, your sponsorship to the show last week, you talked about if, in fact, you have money to go to the movies, if in fact, you got money to buy a new weave, a new purse. You got money to buy $200 tennis shoes 
you got money to uh, vacation and take cruises and stuff, then you also have money to invest in your economic future. So talk about stemming this tide that we have for consumerism and, and how that is literally, uh, it's, it's really becoming the death of us and the, not only the death of us, but it's also becoming the death of our legacy. Talk a little bit about uh, the negative consumerism patterns. Yeah, so you're not going to see Club Millie because it's a secret group. It's, it's, it's the reason why you don't see Club Millie on Facebook. It's a secret group. It's for members only. <laughs> you're right, right. 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 For, for members only. Um, so, um, and we have to keep that way, right? We need to keep the wolves out of the pack. We need to keep the wolves out of the pack. So, um, so as far as the consumerism, here's the deal, man. We we already know what we need to do, right? It's, it, the, the roadmap, the blueprint, it's already been written, and we just decide that we're not going to follow it. And so we, yeah. you know, I, I don't. We know we consumers. We know we got 1.3, 1.8 trillion dollars that we spend, and we let trickle out of our hands and into the into our oppressors. And we got to decide that we're not going to finance our oppressors. We're going to finance our own freedom. That's what we got to yeah. decide. It's a very simple decision. I, either I'm going to practice what I preach or I'm going to keep preaching and get no results. And that's the deal, right. man. So sometimes we got to say, hey, I'm going to march with my money. I'm going to rally with my revenue and I'm going to preach with my profits. Profits are better than wages. So we want to put ourselves in business and say, hey, you know what? Even if I do decide that I'm going to buy those Jordans, why don't I have a little Nike stock? Even if yeah. I decided I really want to support Apple, I want to, I want to, this, this is what we do. We buy the product. We show it off. We advertise for them, right? We give them our money, but then you, we never get them to pay us. We get free advertising and we never get them to pay us. And what I'm saying is I don't, I'm not going to, I'm, I'm no longer going to fight you to get you to stop trying to buy Apple. What I'm going to do is I'm going to invest in Apple and have Apple pay me. So while you are advertising, I'm getting paid. And all I'm saying is you can do the same thing. You can do the same thing. Exactly. exactly. And that's one of the things that I love that you teach the children about because, uh, you know, even when, when I picked up Wesley Learns to Invest, I, I just thought that was phenomenal how Prince Dykes laid that out for the children. And, and it is the only children's book out there that's teaching kids how to invest right now. Uh, but he basically just talked about some practical and fundamental things that you can share with your children. Hey, son, look at this line around the store. That might be something good to invest in. So we will laugh at people for being uh, in the line and standing outside at the Apple store for two days. We laugh at people when they are uh, uh, the line is wrapped around Foot Locker because the 13s are about to drop. Right. And we know that inside that Foot Locker store, there's only 20 pair of shoes. Right. in this line. But we're not saying, OK, here's an opportunity that we can invest in Nike and in Foot Locker because we see what they're able to do. We're looking at the droves of people around the Apple store and we don't say, man, whatever Apple stocks cost right now, chances are it's going to keep increasing because every time they drop a new product, they get this kind of result. So yeah, talk a little I, bit about I, I coming out soon, too. And for those that yeah. say, where can I get the book? I mean, just go to my website. If you scroll down, you're going to see a couple of things. You're going to see all our videos. We do. I do regular videos on on changing your mind on investing everything. I do a stock market uh, pre-market every day to let you know what's going on in the market. You scroll on down, you're going to see our events and classes. You scroll on down, you're going to see our recommended read section. 
books that we're going through, books that we recommend that you read uh, as well. So Wesley Learns to Invest is there for you to be able to uh, you know, go and make your purchase as well. Go ahead. Awesome. So, so yes, that, that's that's good. So, so talk a little bit about uh, you talked about, uh, 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 you know, I know you got kid best, you got teen best and you got adult best where you're teaching the kids, uh, the, the, the elementary school. And then you got your teenagers, then you got your adults. Talk about the responses that you're getting, because I've, I've looked at some of the feedback that you're getting on your website, some of the testimonials. Uh, uh, let the people know, because I think what we do is we don't realize how perspective perceptive our children are and we try to hold adult things from them but we don't understand that those things that are being held from them because we as adults only use three to five percent of our brain capacity we think that our children are like that too but talk about how the, the feedback that you're getting from these children and how well they're soaking up this information and being able to recite it back to you and, and the things that you're teaching them how they're they're actually getting it right yeah, so so and that's the deal, man. Children are sponges, man. They will learn whatever we decide to teach them. If we decide to let them learn five, six different uh, languages, they will learn five, six different languages. If we just whatever we expose them to, they are willing to learn. They're like, but they're in the they're in the, the conceptual phases of, of of I need more. I'm curious. They're curious because they want to learn everything about this world that they are able to learn. We restrict them because of our previous experiences instead of elevating them or freeing them to go learn everything that they can learn and be all that they can be. So as we present these to the kids, the children are on fire because they're learning something new. But then also they understand they're learning something that most adults don't know. So how would that feel as a kid? Remember, think about this. When you were a kid, you wanted to beat your dad. Y'all race. Yeah. You always wanted to beat your dad. It's like, man, if I could just beat my dad in basketball, I could beat him in a race or something, I'm going to feel like I'm a champion. So we make these right. kids feel like champions because they're beating their parents in this thing, in this game called money. They're beating their parents in this game of life. They're beating their parents in the real life game of Monopoly. Right? Wow. So they feel That's like awesome. champions. And then they go back and they teach their parents what they learned. And the parents are like, whoa, I never knew that. Oh, Warren Buffett, who is that? Let's look it up together. Now we are changing the conversation at the kitchen table. And the kids yeah. are getting like, hey, I want to open up my brokerage account. I heard you can do it with these levels. Oh, how do we do that? Well, I don't know. Well, let's find out together. Now the family, because we <laughs> tapped into the children, the family is now talking about building wealth, where before they only talked about what's on TV. Exactly. And that's that's powerful. And you, and you, you said a mouthful there that changing the conversation at the kitchen table right see we, we, what we don't realize is that what you do in your household on a daily basis that is what's called the culture of your household what is the culture of your household see i'm going through the process right now of shifting the culture in my household because i have a basketball culture right so my, my we, we do more things around basketball because that's what my kids are interested in but now it's like, okay, you're interested in that, but okay, if you're gonna take the amount of time that it takes to become a really good basketball player, then we're gonna match that time to make sure that you become really good and really knowledgeable about money and how the money game works. We're gonna make sure that you take some of that time and you invest in your spiritual being so that you can become sound and, and hold. Uh, we're going to take some of that time and, and, and talk about, you know, you, you do good workouts because you're a basketball player, but are you feeding this machine of yours called the body to make sure that it's going to perform optimally? So what is the culture 
in your household. And I will tell you just by introducing the word money and some, some different concepts at the dinner table when we have our family discussions, it is starting to open my eyes more and more to see what my children really have a capacity to learn and what they are, are also open to learning. Again, we cut them off because we said, no, this is an adult subject. I'm going to wait until they get to this age before we even breach this subject. When uh, psychologically you have all of these neural uh, connections that are being cut every day because you're not being fed enough information. But the more information you're being fed, the more your brain creates those connections to be able to process all of that information. So, bro, I, I love tremendous. Real quick, man. Go ahead. Here's, here's reality, people. There are three subjects that I, I've found in my life that we've been taught not to talk about. Right? Think about this for a second. They've been taught, we've been told never to talk about these. They're going to cause controversy. It's going to cause discord. There's going to be some argument. If we talk about three subjects. Number one, money. We've been taught not to talk about money. Think about it. You go to your job, you're never supposed to talk about how much you make with anybody else. So you've been taught not to talk about money. Number two, politics. You've been taught not to talk about politics because you're a Republican and somebody else is a Democrat, whatever. There's going to be some riff, Trump or Clinton or whatever. But the part about the problem with that is that politics actually change the rules of money. So it's money and power, economics and politics, they go together. You can't talk about money without also understanding their rules to the game. So the money is the cash flow. The rules is the politics. The rules to the money game is politics. And then the other thing we've been taught not to talk about is religion, right? Mm -hmm. Don't talk about the good book. Don't talk about whatever your, uh, your, your affiliation is, even though a lot of the same principles are in all of the books. We've been taught yeah. not to talk about it and find some type of a, a common ground. Say, OK, well, we might not believe the same God, but let's just talk about principally. Do we believe in the, the law of sowing and reaping? OK, well, that's a yeah. universal law. Regardless of who you say that the God is, we can talk about sowing and reaping. If I sow, then I'll reap that which would I sow. Is that can yeah. we agree on that? So it's been three exactly. areas we've been taught not to talk about. Because we've been conditioned not to talk about it. We don't talk about it with our kids. As a matter of fact, I would say we don't even talk about it in our home at all. Money, exactly. politics, and religion, for some reason, we believe that we should not be talking about it because we've been taught not to talk about it. And that's what they call taboo subjects. T-A-B-O-O. -O. That's what they call it. Taboo. And that's, and that's hurting us. That's hurting us because that which you don't talk about, you don't learn about. Right. So because you don't talk about it, you don't learn about it. And those are the areas that we have what we would call in, in sports muscle atrophy. Right. If, if I put my arm in a cast and I don't get to use those muscles, the muscles actually shrink. Well, guess what? Our brain is a muscle and it shrinks in those areas of money, religion and politics because we don't talk about them so that we can grow those and exercise those muscles and, and, and those areas. So uh, we are at about a quarter till, man. So I definitely want to get into uh, show show us your true detergent, man, because we're talking about solutions to helping us overcome economic challenge. And now there is an opportunity for us. And, and, and when you did that talk on Thursday night, you talked about not only the opportunity to uh, invest in companies that are for us and by us and that are actually wanting to build in our communities, but also the obligation to do the same thing. So uh, introduce us to the true detergent and where you are with that and why this is such an awesome opportunity for us individually and collectively. 
Somebody said they're trying to purchase something. I can't read the whole thing. What is that? Uh, trying to, I, uh, Evan, I'm on your website trying to purchase the book and I can't find it. Uh, okay. Uh, it's, it's, it, is it, did you go to the re recommended read section down at the very bottom? Scroll down. It should be there. If you, can't author, if you can't author Bethany, I will make sure you'll get a link from that site uh, in the show notes and in the comments. So I'll go back through all the comments as I do after every show. And if you guys got questions and you need links and stuff like that, I'll grab them and pull that stuff in and make sure that you can get a copy of that. So here's the deal, man. So I, I, as a as a man in leadership, I always look for opportunities that can help our people grow economically. So I've come across this wonderful thing called True Detergent. True Detergent, Black-owned and manufactured right here in the Atlanta area. They're doing free delivery to your Atlanta uh, all, uh, Atlanta home at 678-5121. Well, here's the deal. Let's talk about this opportunity, right? Because what happens here is that we don't understand the supply chain. Everybody put in the comments below, supply chain. We have a direct connection to a manufacturer, and they're looking to mass distribute it. So in order to mass distribute it, they need wholesalers. We have the opportunity to become a wholesaler for a manufacturer. What does that mean? Well, instead of them selling their product to an Amazon, instead of them selling their product to a Walmart that can distribute or help them distribute, you get to capture that profit. Everybody put in the comments below, capture their profit. They don't have a stock symbol because we're not there yet. They're going to capture their profit, right? You don't want them to have a stock symbol yet, right? Why? If they are a stock symbol, that means they are publicly traded. You want to be in a position where you get in before they go public. This is where the money is made, right? Yeah. The money is made when you attach yourself as a private investor or an angel investor into a company that has the opportunity or the possibility to grow. Right now, True is in an expansion uh, drive. Everybody put in the comments below, expansion. Expansion means growth. They're looking to expand. What are they doing? They're going to be adding two additional products with the help of us to their lineup, to their um, to what they bring to the market, the value they bring. So now they have detergent. They're going to be bringing uh, free and clear detergent. And then they're going to be bringing fabric softening, right? So I got to ask you this. Out of all of the people in the world, how many people wash their clothes? I'll wait. How many people wash their clothes? See, I'm talking about something that's a little bit different because it's not a T-shirt company. It's not an incense burning company. It's not another wing shop. How many people wash their clothes? And all this right. is the easiest sale I've ever had in my life. You wash your clothes, why not try true? Make the switch. So we're talking about a product that everybody can use, and all you're looking for is a piece of the market share where you capture the profit. So you have an opportunity. You have an opportunity. See, there's some, some questions I have to I have to ignore because they don't want to listen. They just want to go straight to the gusto, right? Right. <laughs> so, uh, so, uh, so you have an opportunity. Number one, you have an opportunity to help them to grow. How do you do that? Well, uh, well, there's a they are in the middle of a Kickstarter campaign where they're looking to capture funds in order to bring those products to the market. And what I'm saying to everyone is that that's the first place, right? You want to help them or help us help them help us. What does that mean? You want to help them to grow. What happens when they grow? They have to expand operations. When they expand their operation, they bring more jobs. When they bring more jobs, they hire our people. When they grow, they're also going to need more distributors to not only just distribute this, this product, but the two products that are coming as well. So I am currently in Atlanta. I am a distributor, and I am, uh, I am uh, adding distributors to our team, right? So I'm in Atlanta. 
I'm going to, we, we have a distribution deal in, in Albany, Georgia. We have a distribution deal in um, in Augusta, Georgia. And I, now I'm working on my distribution deal in South Carolina. We have a meeting set up next Friday to bring those that are serious about becoming a distributor to that as well. Now that is sold out. So I don't have any more spots for that, but we're setting up a new one shortly. Now it'll be on my website uh, probably in the next couple of days or whatever. So number one, you have an opportunity to uh, to donate. If you guys don't understand what Kickstarter is, Kickstarter means that they have a certain amount of time to get their their funding, right? This is what every other group does. So they get their they they get their funding. If they don't get their meet their goal, then no, they don't get funded. All the money goes back to the people who pledge. So you have you you have an opportunity, and dare I say, an obligation to help them get to where they gotta go. Why? This right here, this one product, this one company, I believe will be the catalyst for the urban economic revolution. Why? Everybody washes their clothes. Everybody. So all we have to do is penetrate the market. You want a company that's small, that has the potential to grow, and then not only just grow in this nation, but then you start talking about import and export to Africa. You start talking about all these distribution channels in every major city where black folk is. When you start talking about new black Wall Street, that is the new. We are no longer in one place to be bombed down. We're everywhere. Right. They're looking to raise one hundred thousand dollars. Thank you so much. Shay. They're looking to raise one hundred thousand dollars. They're currently at about fourteen thousand. We currently have about two hundred some odd members. But it's an opportunity, but not only an opportunity. I believe it's also our obligation to help our brother and sister. Who is going to get, get our get our get our boys off the street, get them to stop selling dope and sell detergent to get our sisters out of the strip clubs so they can become into our investment clubs. It is not our opportunity, but it is also our obligation. We can no longer keep talking about practicing group economics. But if we just join forces and get behind one company, then we get behind another company, then we get behind another company. Let me ask you guys this. How many Fortune 500 companies are there out there that are black owned? How many Fortune 500 companies are black owned? Not black run, black owned. We have an opportunity of a lifetime. While everybody's talking about the weed industry and this explosive growth that you want to invest in weed, what I'm telling you is you can know your return on investment if you become, number one, you want to become a donor. A donor. You want to donate. Every 50% of my profits go back into the donation. That's, what, that's how serious I am. Everything that I make, 50% of it goes back into me donating. But then also you have an opportunity to quite possibly become a distributor, if that's what you decide to do, if that's what you want to do, you want to think about doing that. You want to think about saying, hey, I live in New York. Somebody said I live in New York. We don't have a distributor up here. I want to become a distributor. Well, that's something I'm going to teach you guys how to do. I'm going to teach you how to be rich. I'm going to teach you how to work. So in the comments below, I want you to put learn how to earn. That's what Warren Buffett says. The more you learn, the more you earn. Learn how to earn. Stop trying to buy, to stop trying to get a lottery ticket and win riches and go out and work and get riches. Period. That's, that's it. I tell people all the time, there's four ways to acquire wealth in this country. You can buy it, build it, steal it, or inherit it, right? You can buy it, build it, steal it, or inherit it. Now, we all watch the TLC story and the, and the uh, new edition story, so we know stealing wealth is a thing, right? If we're not careful, then we can set these 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 this black owned company up for their wealth to be stolen right but we can also jump in the fight with them 
and to help them build wealth and at the same time help us build our wealth. I use the example all the time of, of Bob Johnson and BET. He took a fifteen thousand uh, uh, dollar investment and bought the BET network and grew that into a billion dollar enterprise in less than twenty five years. The same thing is about to happen with true, with or without you, right? So some of you guys are waiting to invest and for them to be a publicly traded company. Well, there, there, there's uh, the, the, right now what Evan is talking about is you have an opportunity to be, to not only join forces and lock arms with a company, you become a big enough distributor and you are at the table with the owners of the company. So what do you think that does for you if they get into a position to actually go public and you've got a lot of your revenue and your blood, sweat and tears wrapped up into the infrastructure of that company as they're building? See, that's where the billions are made, right? Carson, are, go ahead. What's the what's the what's the number one position in any company? What department do they invest the most in? The number one that they they got to invest in getting the product out there. How do they get that? That's sales. The That's number sales. one, the number one, yeah. the highest paid position normally in a company is in, in the any sales. company. In it's, any it's company. But again, and, I say that. that's where that's the thing that we have to change, Evan, because. So many of us are afraid to death of sales. I, I call it you have an STD, right? You're scared to death when it comes to sales. But every company only functions because of products being sold. So even if you are the janitor in a company, the reason you are a janitor in that company is because of the revenue from the products that are being sold. So your job, every job in every company supports the sales force. They want a clean place so that customers can come into a clean place because they will buy more products, right? So we have to get over this uh, fear of selling. I don't want to be a sleazeball. I want to be a salesperson, all that. Every second of every minute of every hour of every day, something is being bought and or sold. The only question I have is who's getting the commission? That's all y'all should be asking at the same time. So, Evan, we are five minutes to the top of the hour, brother. I, I can't tell you how much I love you and, and how much uh, uh, I respect what you do uh, and how not not just what you do, bro, but how you go about doing it. See, see that to me is even more so uh, important than what you do, but how you go about doing it with a extreme amount of integrity, everything that you do. It's done the right way. And that those are things that I'm learning from you as I watch you all the time. So what are any parting thoughts, man? Uh, we know we, we talked about uh, Club Millie and, and, and the investment club, the kid best. Anything else that you've got, man, the floor is yours. Tell everybody how to get in touch with you, uh, what, what how, how to call you and all that good stuff. Yeah. So here's the deal, guys. Man. Like, we absolutely can do this. It only takes a small portion of people. It only takes a small, it, all it takes a small portion of people who are committed. And I want to say this, that there's a difference between being interested and being committed in something. If you're interested, you just, you're the more info person. You're going to ask question after question after question. You're still not going to make a decision. But if you're committed, you're going to be able to have the opportunity to connect with other committed people and just think about that powerful force. So to get in touch with me, guys, you can find me at www.ergj.net. If you need to contact me, I'm at Facebook uh, at ERGJ Enterprises or Evan Jefferson. You can call me at 
851-2400. And I see a lot of people saying, hey, you want to be a distributor? What we're going to be setting that up. What you want to do is if you're not going to be a Club Millie member, go to the website and join the money membership. When you join the money membership, all the upcoming things that are coming up, you're going to get a newsletter so you can know what's coming up. So you can be aware, okay, now they schedule that next marijuana session. Now they schedule that next uh, opportunity to, to come to an investment session or a true investment session to become a distributor. This is how we're going to stay connected. Why? Because Facebook, YouTube, all of that stuff, we do not own and control. So everybody put in the comments below, own and control. This is the mission for 2017 for black folk, own and control. So I like that we have an author there who has her own book. She owns and controls it and whatever else, else that are out that is out there that you own and control. We do not own and we do not control Facebook. So we have to start to pull our way or pull away from those things that we do not own and control. The number again is 678-851-2400. The money membership is free. You can sign up for that for the money membership. If you want to become a Club Millie member today, then sign up for the Millie membership and make sure that we are friends on Facebook so I can add you to our secret group. And then, as I said, there'll be more information coming out about the true products and what we're doing as far as distributorship. But there are other things as well coming down the pipe. I've got other products that everybody uses that we're going to actually be able to distribute as well. So this is not one thing. This is an opportunity to build an empire. Everybody put in the comments below, build my empire. Not exactly. mine. I'm talking about you. Your not you're not building my empire. You're building your specific. That's why I said it right there. You building your empire, but yeah. build my, you get it. <laughs> exactly, exactly, bro, bro. Uh, <laughs> what can I say, man? What what can I say? I knew you were gonna be fired up, and I knew you were the right person to click kick off Black Wall Street Week, man. Uh, we we've got to do this. And he alluded to something that that I I try to come across, uh, bring across all the time. If you look at the amount of people who are in charge and in control of this entire economic system around the planet is not millions and millions and millions of people. Right. So let's stop waiting for the whole 44 million black Americans uh, to get on the same page to start making an impact. Nope. All it takes is a handful of committed club. Millie is going to be that first one thousand handful of committed you guys put together uh, a thousand families put together a thousand dollars that's a million dollars what could true do with a million dollar infusion influx of cash right so those are some of the things that evan is laying out for you guys uh if you are serious about latching on to uh club millie get you into that secret group but also the new black wall street uh he don't let you in the new black wall street if you ain't seriously committed to uh increasing the awareness and bringing valuable content and bring yeah, and being a person who is genuinely concerned about um you know building a new black wall street and like you said see, see black wall street got bombed because of the jealousy uh and because of of uh, uh looted and because because of what they were doing but then it was easier to build a black wall street because there was segregation and see, and the bombing didn't destroy Black Wall Street. Segregation destroyed Black Wall Street. They rebuilt Black Wall Street in four or five years, right? If I, I was in Tulsa two years ago, and if you walk down the streets that they still own one block, you will see brick placards on, on the ground, and it says whether or not that established reopened. 
And 80% of those establishments reopened after the bombing, right? But what happened? Integration happened and people were allowed to cross the tracks, literally, because there was a set of train tracks that separated Greenwood from Tulsa. Literally, people were able to cross the tracks and spend their money with other cultures. And that was the nail in the coffin for Black Wall Street. Now we have an option to build a Black Wall Street. Uh, we have choice. We have we have choice. I'm saying we have choice, but we should see it as an obligation to build it. And it takes us uh, to to really just be specific with what we're doing with our dollars and how to stay informed and involved and things like true. So Evan, I appreciate you coming on board, man. Bringing all of this wonderful content to us. Uh, just so you guys know that this this show will be streamed. Of course, it stays on Facebook forever. Uh, but uh, if you want to get a, a download uh, podcast of the audio content, it will be available on iTunes and Stitcher in about an hour. Um, and then, of course, it's on YouTube as well. So I appreciate you guys for coming through. Uh, you guys asked a lot of a lot of a lot of questions that were good. So we're going to between Evan and myself, we'll go back through the, the feed and answer your questions. If you need links to certain things, we'll make sure that we get that stuff plugged in tomorrow. Black Wall Street Week continues with my man, Brother Dre, out of New York. Another serious, unapologetically black man doing his thing. And he want to help you guys to do it as well. So uh, come back tomorrow. Same bad time. Same bad channel. Say it again. Can I do my little outro? Oh, so, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so my sign off, guys, in case you guys don't know, is this, man. It takes a village. It takes yeah. a village. But it starts with us. Let's build. Let's build. Let's build as we climb together. Go ahead, record that. Appreciate it. that, man. So that's it, man. So you guys know what I have to say, man. Uh, I want you to get your money up because you absolutely can do it. Until I talk to you guys tomorrow. Uh, peace out, people. <laughs>